The following podcast is intended for mature audiences and may contain strong language, adult themes, and frank sexual content. This is the Heart of Jacks podcast. Getting clear about the Jacks, getting unclear about what straight means, and getting into it with Dr. Jalen Ricks. I'm Paul Rosenberg, and this is episode two of the Heart of Jacks podcast, brought to you by me and supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com slash Jacks. This show is also sponsored by the Seattle Erotic Art Festival, presenting SEAF 2020, the pandemic edition. Tickets are available now at seattleerotic.org. Hey, it's Paul. In a few minutes, I will be talking to my friend, Dr. Jalen Ricks, about the persistent presence of straight-identified guys at jack-off clubs, what male bonding means, and what sexual style might mean in the future. But first, I realize that a little clarity of terms is needed, since, after all, the whole idea of jack-off clubs is an abstraction for almost everyone, and that could include you. Well, I certainly don't want to leave you out, so... Here is a quick primer on jack-off clubs that might bring the phenomenon a little more into focus for you, although I doubt you will fully get it if you have never experienced it firsthand. Here are a few definitions, but please keep in mind that these are my personal interpretations of phenomena, filtered through my own direct experiences as first a member and later a manager of jack-off clubs. I'm not a scientist or a sexologist, I'm a guy on the internet with a lot of personal experience, and it's attendant bias, plus a kind of a persnickety sense of language. So, here goes. A jack-off club, or J-O club, is an organized, regularly convening gathering of men to get together in the same space, usually naked, to masturbate openly, enjoy mutual masturbation, and a broad array of erotic and friendly touch with critically, an explicit prohibition on any kind of penetration. Or as the clubs themselves commonly say, J-O only, no oral, no anal, no lips below the hips, nothing goes inside anybody's anything. Got that? Okay, here is another term that I want to define my own way. Mutual masturbation. Mutual masturbation is a common term for sex between two or more people that excludes penetration. That's it. Non-penetrative sex between two or more people. The specific techniques, toys, venues, genders, or sexual orientations of the participants are immaterial. When I was growing up, it was called heavy petting. The point is simply that sex is going on, but no fucking or sucking is happening. Nothing goes inside anybody's anything. But the sexual response cycle is happening, primarily through manual stimulation. Okay, how are we doing here? Great. Now, here is another common term that I want to clarify in my own words. Masturbation. Masturbation, in my view, is solo sex, and it's not dependent upon any particular activity like stroking, humping, rubbing, etc., but is simply sex wherein the one giving pleasure is also the one receiving it. In the specific example of a guy stroking his penis, the hand doing the stroking is wired to the same brain as the penis experiencing the sensations brought about by that stroking. It's that closed feedback loop that makes masturbation solo sex and uniquely differentiated from partner sex or group sex. The notion of mutual masturbation is, to me, 
a classic oxymoron, like the idea of playing solitaire with others. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but you know, this is how pedantic I can get about the tortured logic of the English language, and I ultimately accept that we simply have to use the tools at hand. Snicker. So, mutual masturbation it is, even if I personally see that as a contradiction of terms like working vacation or old news. As for the group jack-off scene itself, the most prevalent form is simply sexual friendships, where a few guys get together in somebody's personal space for mutual masturbation. You might think of it as a sort of safe sex orgy, but the atmosphere is much more fraternal and convivial than one might consider orgiastic. The two words that participants most commonly use to describe these gatherings are friendly and hot. These private masturbation gatherings are almost entirely hidden by design, but they are by far the form of group jack-off play that has been going on the longest. It was in the 1970s and 80s that guys started organizing the gatherings into more formalized groups with names like the Jacks, and the modern concept of jack-off clubs came to be, and they are somewhat more visible. Mostly. And that is your Jacks 101 lesson for today. There will be more in the future. I invite you to send me your questions. I know I might have stirred up some shit here with my layman's principles. I will be happy to address your feedback in future episodes of the podcast. Look for the show's email and phone number at the end of this episode. My conversation with Jalen Ricks is next. This episode of the Heart of Jack's podcast is sponsored by the Seattle Erotic Art Festival, celebrating and cultivating sexuality through the arts. The Seattle Erotic Art Festival, also known as SEIF, supports the creation and purchase of erotic art while providing space for community and conversations around sexuality. This year, they are proud to host SEIF 2020, the pandemic edition, where their large annual festival has been divided into three SEIFsums. Each SEIFsum is different and includes everything you love and expect from SEIF. All the visual art will be shown at Gallery Erato in Seattle's Pioneer Square Arts District. Gallery Erato is following the King County Health Department's COVID-19 guidelines for museums so that you can browse the art and festival stores safely. All of the performances, art tours, talks, and literary readings will be held virtually on the Zoom platform. For tickets and more information about SEIF 2020, the pandemic edition, visit seattleerotic.org. That's seattleerotic.org. My guest is Jalen Ricks, speaker, author, and educator. Jalen Ricks holds a doctorate of education in sexology. He has taught at the University of Nevada, Reno, and the Institute for Advanced Study of Human Sexuality in San Francisco. He also has a private practice in Palm Springs, California, which includes personal consulting, body work, sacred intimacy, and surrogate-style partner experiences. He is a leading expert on the damaging effects of and recovery from ex-gay ministries and so-called reparative therapy. His book, Ex-Gay No Way, was nominated as Best Nonfiction Book of 2010 by the Lambda Literary Foundation. He has been featured on Our America with Lisa Ling on the OWN channel, that's the Oprah Winfrey Network, and the ABC News Magazine 2020. His documentary, Lewd and Lascivious, premiered at Frameline to sold-out crowds and won the 2014 AV Awards from the American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. In 2015, Jalen premiered his first solo stage production, Stake in the Ground, celebrating the intersection of self-pleasuring and self-compassion. 
Jalen Ricks, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> wow, that was a great intro. Thank you so much, Paul. It's great to be here. How exciting. We do, we do what we can and you provided it, so it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can I say? <laughs> So over the past few years, uh, several articles have been published that focused on straight guys who regularly go to jack-off clubs, right? Right. GQ, Men's Health, Vice, BuzzFeed, even my local paper, The Stranger, highlighted this aspect of the jacks. Wow, really? Yeah, and that was the headline. And uh, it seems to blur the lines of what defines our very set thinking about what sexual orientation is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just assume we're going to dive right in and just start chatting about it, huh? Wind me up and let me go. (laughs) Okay, so let's get real here. Can a guy really love to masturbate with other guys on the regular and still call himself straight? Oh, yeah. You know, labels, schmables, as they say. It's not that big a deal. I feel like it's like a performer or an artist or anyone who feels the need to express themselves. It's not so much the audience that's listening. It's that they are listening. And so being able to express yourself, especially our sexuality, is really important. And if you don't mind who's watching or who's enjoying the show, I mean, we see, we're see we seeing it more and more and more online, like on camming and uh, OnlyFans and all those things. Guys feel good about their body. They put it out there and they don't care who's watching. They just want to be, you know, be given attention and respect and uh, people enjoy it. So, I mean, it's just about that simple, quite honestly. Okay. Now I've, I've, I've been in jack off clubs many, you know, hundreds of times and I've uh, talked to a lot of the straight guys in my group. Uh-huh. And uh, I mean, they're not just showing off, they're engaging. They're like grabbing another guy's penis. Um, they're completely Wonderful. enjoying the physical contact. They're not standoffish. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think the only difference that I notice is they don't really kiss. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. I think that's probably true. You know, I I just feel like you know, sexuality is so core to us being human that when we really get in touch with it, when we really enjoy it, I try you know, I grew up in I grew up in the church, and you know they they had these beautiful rules. Some of them were beautiful rules, and that was try to see Christ in everyone you meet, which I think that's beautiful. They really kind of respect that. Well, in as a sexologist, I have translated that and said I try to see the sexual energy in everyone I meet. That doesn't mean I'm predatory or anything like that, but I accept that everybody has a unique and beautiful sexual energy, and when we can key into that, we get to see some really beautiful, unique people. And it really doesn't matter what their gender is or how maybe a little different our genitals might be or or whatever, whatever, what our favorite meals are, so to speak, what our preferences sexually are. We can find humanity and sexuality in everybody. Okay. So I, I hear straight guys at the Jack's talk really excitedly about the value of the experience that they have there. Um, and, and the term male bonding comes up a, a lot. You know, yeah. They enjoy the male bonding. So what exactly is male bonding and why is it so important to men? Yeah, I, I do. I think it kind of goes back to that kind of expression thing. You know, when when girls hit puberty, 
if if they're lucky and 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 there's a good number of them that are they're going to have a talk with a mentor or a mother or a grandmother or uh, an older person who's going to kind of show them the ropes about you have your period you've become a woman you've become a, your your body is becoming adult what do gay guys or gay guys <laughs> and my world is gay guys what yeah. what do guys have what do guys have nothing nothing at all in fact they're probably shamed so bad already that a lot of us when we first ejaculated we thought we broke something that's how little not only information but affirmation that we get most of the time it is you're a pervert don't you dare touch that thing no wonder young boys have little jack off circles at least they're getting a lit you know maybe nothing will be said but at least they're seeing what other boys do and how other boys do it and there's affirmation in that no wonder we like to, to put out dick pics we get apps it's not to be creepy we get absolutely no affirmation of our sexuality except with you know maybe you know other guys and then then that gets that can get really you know i mean they can objectify things and and of course a mentor feels so paranoid to even bring something up because or or give advice because they're too afraid they might be you know misconstrued as a pedophile so there's all silence on all sides and everybody feels bad about it don't yeah. get me started. I go on this for hours. <laughs> yeah, I can hear that. It's good stuff. <laughs> Thank you. So I think it's mostly about affirmation. I think it's mostly um, women have their way of doing it. Guys have their way of doing it. And for a lot of guys, it's about sex. So why not? The Heart of Jack's podcast was created to support work on my new book, the Heart of Jacks, the History and Culture of Jackoff Clubs, which, as the title implies, recounts the history of the Jackoff Club phenomenon, revealing its true origins and telling, in their own words, the stories of the men who built it into a community long before the term safe sex was part of the common vernacular. You can support my work on this book, pulling together hundreds of bits of fading ephemera and dozens of hours of interviews and focus groups with the founders, managers, volunteers, and members of the Jacks in a growing list of cities, including New York, San Francisco, Atlanta, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, Orlando, Chicago, Cleveland, Toronto, London, Paris, Munich, Melbourne, and more. For your support, you will receive weekly updates on my progress, because hello, accountability, as well as early access to this podcast, which will be forever ad-free to my Patreon supporters. Join me as a patron and become part of this one-of-a-kind history at patreon.com slash theheartofjacks. That's patreon.com slash theheartofjacks, and help power this project to completion. One more time, go to patreon.com slash theheartofjacks, and thank you for supporting this podcast. So I'm, I'm talking about this with people. And when mm -hmm. I do, I, I find that the people who are having the hardest time wrapping their heads around it are gay men. They like, oh, I really? mean, yes. And some of them get like seriously angry about oh. the idea that a man can enjoy another man sexually and still identify as straight. It's like, yeah. you know, I, I fought so hard for the rights right. uh, you know, exactly. to be who I am. And then this guy gets to right. come in and just play with some dick and then walk out and he right. hasn't paid the price. You know what I mean? 
I'm saying? Right, get the both the best of both cake and eat it too, and all that. Yeah, yeah. I I understand how uh, the gay community and gay men have really sacrificed and and have really gone through a lot to claim their own sexuality. But the reality is, we are all on a big spectrum, and so I know plenty of straight guys who enjoy the sex with their wives or their girlfriends, and they would not ch- trade it, but every once in a while they like a little dick or a big dick, and I think if, if we're going to claim that, you know, LGBTQ plus ALMNOP is, is for, you know, sexual freedom is for everybody, we've got to come to grips with the idea that people are all over the spectrum and rather than close our hearts and close our arms, I would rather open our arms and welcome everybody. Oh, you're sexually unique. You're welcome too. So I, I really appreciate the comment about uh, people are on the spectrum um, just because, I mean, the, a, a spectrum of sexuality and a spectrum of yes. orientation. Yes. Just, yeah. just because when I started running Rain City Jacks, I, I had much more rigid views. It wasn't until I started to really be a part of this community of all these different uh, diverse men that I began to see um, th- specifically this, that straight guys could actually come and play. And after talking with them and getting to know them, uh, becoming friends, I, I trust that they are straight and that somehow this does fit for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like eventually, you know, because there's so much discrimination about sexism and lookism um, and orientationism, I don't know if you want to say that was a word or whatever, but, you know, we've had to kind of fight for our rights and there is injustice in the world. And so, you know, we kind of need to overstate things and educate people. But eventually I feel like we're going to get to a point where everybody's going to, you know, it's just going to be like your personality. It's just going to be like your style. And someone might say, oh, what's your sexual style? Well, I like a lot of dick and I love hairy chests and smelly armpits and things like that. But every once in a while, I really like cozying up to a little pussy and things like that. And, you know, and it won't, people won't even, it won't even bat an eye, right? Just as we have a diverse personality, we will have a diverse sexual personality or sexual style. And I think we're all moving in a really positive direction. It's all happening on the internet. You know, the, the sexual revolution never really died. It's just in its new forms. And now it's just totally exploding on the internet. Yay. Yeah. I really like that. And I really agree. So interestingly, some of the most fascinated people I encounter are straight women. Uh, yes. Yeah, when straight women <laughs> hear that straight guys are going to jackoff clubs, it's like, why do you think they're so interested in that? <laughs> I do, as a sexologist, I do a lot of thinking about that. I work with women at times, and um, you know, they have now begun to uh, Joseph Kramer, uh, the guy who started Body Electric back in the eighties. He, as, a, as constantly being a groundbreaker, he now does. Uh, he's now kind of taught people to do. Uh, what is called orgasmic yoga groups, which is basically a co-ed jack-off circle. Um, but, and I've been to a number, I've led a few of them, and it is quite fascinating. No, uh, Nobody touches anybody else. You're only exploring yourself, but as a group. I just, you know, as a sexologist, I'm just, I have to be careful because I don't want to ogle too many people, but I'm so fascinated about what's going on around the room because the energy is, is different, and it's not bad or good, it's just different, and I'm just 
totally fascinated by the whole thing. And, yeah. you know, people can wear clothes and people don't have to wear clothes. I've seen people bring blankets and they just they hide under the blanket and they do their thing. But it's important to them that they're in the room with other people. Again, I think that's about that affirmation and that expression of positive sexuality. Oh, absolutely. You know, it, it reminds me of the work that Betty Dodson did. Uh, right. Right. You know, it, it really kind of picks up. I think she was in many ways a pioneer in this space. Yeah. And I, we need more. We need more of it. No kidding. <laughs> So thank you very much for your time today, Dr. Ricks. Uh, thank so, you. You're welcome. Anytime. Yeah. So where uh, can our listeners find you? Um, you can find me on uh, online at my website, drricks.com. You spell the word doctor out. So it's two R's next to each other, Dr. Ricks.com. And Ricks um, is R-I-X. Ricks is R-I-X. Thank you very much. And just a month or two ago, I started a new adventure and I am now on OnlyFans page. So if you want to deep dive with me about, and I have sex tips and experiences and demonstrations and insight and explicit material, it's been quite a hoot and quite fun. So please join me there. That's very cool. So I like to close these out with uh, this question. Uh, what are some things that you're really into these days that you'd like to share with our listeners. It can be books, articles, music, shows, recipes, practical jokes, pretty much anything. Um, and it can or doesn't have to relate to today's conversation. I, ha uh, you know, I suppose this isn't anything new, but I am still enjoying eco-sexuality. Anytime I can get out in nature and uh, lose the layers, whether I go to the beach or I go to the forest or uh, hiking around rivers, Anytime I can be connected, nature just really, um, you know, uh, scream sexuality to me in a beautiful, beautiful way. And so uh, anytime I can get out in nature and connect that way, I love it. That's fantastic. And you gave me a few uh, also some cool things that you're reading and, and watching right now. And I will put those in the show notes. Oh, yes, please do. Sure. I absolutely will. Thank you so much. Yay. <laughs> Wonderful. I want to thank Jalen Ricks for being my guest this week. You can find him at drricks.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R-R-I-X.com. His website and additional links are in the show notes. And I specifically want to call attention to his short documentary film, Lewd and Lascivious. It is a fascinating glimpse into 1965 that tells the forgotten story of how a group of straight ministers, drag queens, and queer people stood up to the San Francisco Police Department when it sought to raid a dance that had been organized by the ministers for the community. It is crazy. Also true. I love bite-sized cinema, and this one gets my personal recommendation, so be sure to check that out on Jalen's website. As always, I welcome your comments and questions. You can reach me at podcast at theheartofjacks.com or call 206-580-3120. Send me your questions and they might be included in future episodes. The Heart of Jacks podcast, written and produced by me and sponsored by the Seattle Erotic Art Festival, presenting CEEF 2020, the Pandemic Edition. Tickets are available now at seattleerotic.org. This show is also supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com slash theheartofjacks. Theme music is Carousellophane by Jake Bradford Sharp. Podcast distribution by Simplecast at simplecast.com. Until next time, that is the Heart of Jacks podcast. I'm Paul Rosenberg. Thank you.
spicy.